Hello and welcome to the Starlight Podcast. I am your host, Samaya, and today I am talking to you about healing from heartbreak. Unfortunately, I feel like a lot of us have been through heartbreak and sometimes find ourselves in situations that are just heartbreaking. I have been there so many times, but I have realized that every time my heart is broken, it gets a little bit easier to deal with as I grow older and I think part of it is because I've been healing throughout so many of these experiences and as I heal more and more it starts to hurt less because ultimately I stop pursuing these connections because they haven't served me well and because I feel like that's the best thing to do for myself and when you realize you're doing something for yourself heartbreak gets a little bit easier to tolerate because At least it's not something that's all bad that's happening. There's a reason for it, and in the long run, it'll feel better. But in the moment, heartbreak can be really hard. So yeah, this episode's just going to be on healing from heartbreak. I guess some tips and tricks and advice and my own experiences about what that feels like. And if you're going through something similar, maybe it'll help you. So yeah, I know there's so many different situations that people go through that have to do with heartbreak people break up for so many reasons but my reasons have often been because the relationship wasn't good for me and even if they're the one who ended it ultimately like it was always the best decision for me because it was unhealthy and these are just the types of connections that I've been in, so I'm just talking from my own experience. Of course, if you have different experiences, then this might not completely apply to you. So, you know, just take what resonates and leave the rest behind. So first of all, even though I've said that I know the breakup is the best thing for me eventually, it sucks in the moment. Like, when I say it sucks in the moment, Sometimes I have moments where I do not want to go on. I wake up in the morning and I lie in bed for hours. I'm sad for hours and then I try to move on with my day and try not to think about it and fail and then cry at night and feel miserable and sometimes have insomnia and I'm just so sad all the time. And so I guess all that is to say it's not that I don't feel sad. I end up feeling very sad a little too sad at times i end up feeling depressed and miserable but when you realize that you're leaving a situation and that is ultimately the best thing for you what you have to do at some point is to remember why it's good for you in the long term and for me for example when i've been with people who are not good for me i end up feeling sad all the time or anxious a lot i'm oftentimes like oh i don't know why this person is sending me mixed signals i don't know what's going to happen in the future and that takes up so much of my mental space and energy and sometimes i'm begging them for the bare minimum i'm like pay attention to me please love me and you know, you shouldn't have to beg anyone. But anyway, if you're starting to go through heartbreak, something that has helped me is to let myself grieve and to cry and just let it all out. Don't suppress those emotions. Just let yourself feel it. But also 
sometimes it can be a lot sometimes it can be a little bit too much so when you're letting yourself feel it sometimes it's really good to let yourself balance it out with other things too with some distractions and I don't necessarily mean like partying and I know some people say that the best way to get over someone is to get under someone else and I don't necessarily agree with that um I think sometimes it can help, but a lot of times it ends up feeling unsatisfying and underwhelming. And sometimes you feel emptier afterwards than you did even before then. I think it's kind of an unhealthy coping mechanism. But I do think some healthy distractions are good, like to make sure you're spending time with friends and working on your career and things that make you feel good, maybe attend a yoga class or a dance class or anything that can bring you joy and I think physical things are also a good thing make sure you're going on walks letting yourself clear your head meditating doing healthy habits journaling just work on yourself prioritize your mental health and your physical health and Ooh, something that can also help is getting your nails done, getting your hair done, anything that feels like a little bit of a refresh because it can kind of get your head out of a stagnant, depressing headspace. I also really struggle with eating when I'm not doing well, and so what I've learned the hard way, unfortunately, is that not eating is never helpful for someone who's going through something difficult because like when you skip a meal and then you skip another it goes to your head it ends up making you feel mentally and physically so much worse than where you started so please keep up the nutrition make comfort meals just anything in your body is better than nothing like i understand that you just don't want to eat it's really hard for me when i'm sad food tastes like ashes it doesn't taste good it tastes more bland than usual and I don't end up wanting to eat but it's worth it you should eat it'll make you feel better and something good to think about remind yourself and remember is who you are what you're living for and to just remind yourself of the happy things in your life things that bring you joy that don't have to do with other people like Think about all the things that you still want to experience in life and keep living your life because you deserve that. And when you are sad and crying and going through it at the moment, let yourself feel, let yourself let it out. But just remember that crying doesn't mean it's the end of the world. Crying doesn't have to feel like you're dying. It can feel liberating and like a release. I think I wrote a tweet one time where someone said, I don't remember exactly what they said, but the gist of it really stuck out to me because I was really depressed at the time. My mental health was crap. I cried a lot all the time. I would be really moody. Like sometimes I'd be really happy and other times it felt so bad. Like everything was just crushing me. Like if I had triggers They would make me feel extremely depressed just out of the blue and I didn't really know how to deal with my big emotions. And so sometimes I would cry and everything would just feel like it was crumbling down upon me. But 
the tweet said that crying isn't inherently good or bad it just is and that we don't have to necessarily associate it with something negative and i'm sure there was more to it but what it made me realize was that when i am going through these like really rough times where i am in tears and in shambles and crying like i think the tweet said something about not attaching a certain type of meaning to the tears that is inherently really negative because tears at the end of the day help you process they help you let out the emotions they're really good for release if you want to cry it can feel good especially after the tears are over but when you're in it sometimes it can feel worse and worse and worse so i like to remind myself that like yeah i'm crying but that doesn't mean it's the end of the world i'm crying and i'm gonna feel better i'm crying and i'm getting through it i'm strong i can do hard things it's okay it's gonna be okay in general i try to remind myself of the things that i'm looking forward to and the thing is that i've realized that it's really important to let yourself grieve and feel things and not to push away the hard big emotions and to just keep honoring your emotions and the situations you've been through and by the way throughout the whole time make sure you're being gentle with yourself make sure you're not blaming yourself for anything that you did make sure you're not changing the narrative in your head where you're thinking to yourself oh why wasn't i good enough what could i have done that was better or i just needed to be better or god i hate myself why am i like this why can't i keep a lover why doesn't anyone want me the way i want them why am i so doomed blah 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 these negative thoughts are literally not going to help you or anyone else and oftentimes they're not true but if we keep saying things to ourselves like that sometimes it's a self-fulfilling prophecy the more you believe that you're not going to find love the more you're going to make it likely for yourself that you're not going to find love and honestly if you're wallowing in your sadness if you're being mean to yourself during the healing process it's going to take longer for you to heal from your breakup it's going to take longer to heal from heartbreak and another thing is that when you are constantly wondering why someone didn't want you and how you could have been better for them all the different things you could have done that maybe could have made them like you more or treat you better or anything like that you are valuing someone else way more than you are valuing yourself you are putting someone on a pedestal that they don't necessarily deserve to be on because even if they're such a wonderful person you are also such a wonderful person and as people we deserve to value ourselves because we're worth it so don't constantly give them your power because if they're not in your life for a reason they don't deserve to have this much power over you they don't get to decide if you want to live or die you get to decide that so while i was going through a lot of heartbreak sometimes it would take a long time for me to heal and sometimes it would take somewhat shorter amounts of time i realized over time that what really helped me start getting over it was that i had to make the decision after weeks of grieving and crying over it and 
moping around and being like why or what if this happens maybe we'll get together in the future again but then reality setting in again and just sobbing and whatever i had to make the decision at some point to start moving forward with my life i had to realize at some point i was like okay you know what i am my own person i do have a life i have dreams i have hopes i have goals i have places i want to go to I have people I want to fall in love with. Well, I didn't have people, but I know there's better love for me in the future. I know I have a better future. I know I deserve to be happier than I am right now. And honestly, I also got so sick of moping around for people that did not give a flying fuck about me and couldn't care less if I was in their lives or not. What made me actually make progress in moving forward and moving on and healing from the heartbreak was deciding to do so. At a certain point, after letting out the tears, after releasing the emotions initially, you have to decide to yourself that you're going to move on. You have to decide to move forward with, with your life and That isn't to say that suddenly you're going to stop feeling sad and suddenly all the hard feelings are going to go away. They're not. You have to decide to keep living your life and to try to be happy while you are still healing from all these difficult things. Life is never going to be perfect. There's often not a perfect time to move on. Moving on doesn't necessarily happen with a snap of your fingers Oftentimes, it's because you have to make the decision every single day that you're continuing to move on, that you do deserve better, that you do deserve to fulfill your dreams. And so when I had decided, all right, I'm going to move on every day, I'm going to choose to keep moving forward, I decided to keep pouring more energy into myself, into my hobbies, into my friends, into new things. I decided to start going to different events and I started trying to have fun. And honestly, those things were the best decisions I made. And you know, I don't know if I already said this, but it's really important also to make sure you're leaning on your support system. If you have friends, family who are supportive, tell them that you want to spend time with them. Go out of your way to see them if you feel like their presence will help you because it's harder going through these things when you're alone and it makes it better when there's other people to that are a safe space for you that are holding space for you also i do recommend that if you are going through anything like this if you're really depressed or having any thoughts that are harmful to yourself or others please go to therapy, seek help from a mental health professional. I think therapy, psychiatry, and different things like that can be very, very beneficial to anyone going through rough things. And those are some of the reasons that I've been doing a lot better mentally than before. And Honestly, listening to other people's podcasts have also helped me a lot. So yeah, just remember that your feelings are so valid and everything you're going through is probably really difficult, but also you deserve better than to be going through all of this heartbreak. You deserve to move on. You deserve peace. And here's something that probably sounds crazy, but life goes on and it often gets better. It gets better and better. When you move on from someone, you often find people 
that are better than the other person was and relationships that are better suited for you. And that's happened to me every single time that I've stopped seeing someone. I end up meeting someone who was better than the last person. So I know it feels really, really hard right now and like you can't see any end in sight, but just remember, keep loving yourself and you're doing the best you can. Let your feelings out, let yourself feel them and try not to make yourself feel too bad in the process because it's a hard time and you deserve that inner peace. And then eventually decide that you want to move on every single day. Decide that you want to be happier, that you want to get over this and that you don't want to stay miserable and that you deserve your happiness. Fill your life with wonder and joy and amazing things will keep coming to you. And oh, before I leave you, I actually do have a journaling prompt idea. This has helped me a lot when I'm letting go of people. It's helped me with letting go of friendships, letting go of romantic relationships, etc. It can be for anything. But what I do is I write out a letter. I write out anything and everything I wanted to say to this person. Because I don't know about you, but a lot of my heartbreaks haven't had enough closure. Or even if we have closure, it almost never feels like enough to me. And so sometimes there's just so many things that I wish I could have said to them. And that's what I write in the letter. I write out everything I wish I could have said to them. I'm oftentimes crying while writing this. And it's really emotional. It's oftentimes really long. But at the end of it, I just let it go. If you're doing it on paper, people say that you can burn it. I think that would be cool as long as you're doing it in a safe way and not starting any fires. But I end up just doing it on my phone and the point of the letter isn't to send it. It's just to let it out from your mind and it helps me so much. It just feels like such a good release. It ends up being very powerful in ways that I wouldn't otherwise expect. And... Another journaling prompt that I have for healing from heartbreak is, I don't know about you, but something that keeps me from moving on completely is sometimes the hope of us getting back together. And in my situations with unhealthy relationships, I've realized over time that even if we got back together, it would just blow up again. But sometimes it's really difficult to accept that reality and to even come to that conclusion logically and so writing things out helps or even visualizing or imagining the scenario like write out what would have to happen in order for you to be happier in the connection in order for it not to blow up what I did at one point was I wrote out the terms and conditions that someone would have to do in order for us to be healthy together if we got back together and when I wrote that list out, I realized after looking at it, these were just things that I knew they would have to do. Like one of them was just apologizing properly. And I was looking at this list and I was realizing how unrealistic it was that any of these things would happen. It's not even that I wanted to force anyone to do anything that they didn't want to do. I wanted it to be genuine. I wanted it to be authentic. I wanted them to do those things or say those things and apologize because they genuinely meant it. And 
yeah, the list was just so unrealistic to me from that specific person. And it was honestly such bare minimum things. Like one of them was apologizing properly for hurting my feelings. And another one was, I don't know, being more communicative or honest, just basic things. And I realized that this person would never be able to meet my needs the way they were at that time. And they weren't really showing that many signs of changing. They would show some signs here and there, but not enough to actually make me feel good or safe or secure. It felt like false hope. So writing those things out made me be able to judge better how realistic it was. And when I saw how unrealistic my basic terms and conditions would be for this person, the reality started setting in that this person just didn't belong in my life and it started making me move on more on the inside. I was like, if I want to be with this person, I want to be happy. I don't want to sacrifice myself in order to be with this person. However, (laughs) I just don't think it's possible. I don't think this person is capable of treating me well and making me happy. And so I really do have to move on. Another journaling prompt is writing pros and cons about that person or just about the relationship dynamic. Like if it's unhealthy, then sometimes the cons are going to be way longer than the pros. Or even if the cons are not way longer, sometimes they'll just be way more important than the things that are good about that person or than the positive things. Sometimes a con is big enough to overshadow all the pros just because of how hurtful it is to you, and that is also super valid. This is a topic that I'll probably end up making more episodes about at some point or another because this is something I've gone through so many times, and it's sucked every single time, and I have so much to say about it. But I do hope this helped you. I'm grateful that you're listening to my podcast. And if you do like the Starlight Podcast, make sure to share it and follow me on Spotify and Apple and to rate it wherever you are listening to it. Follow me at the Starlight Podcast on Instagram. I'm your host, Samea, and I release a new episode every Thursday-ish. So I hope to see you next week.